from the first book of Samuel. At the approach of Saul and David, women came out from each of the cities of Israel to meet King Saul, singing and dancing. Saul has slain his thousands and David his ten thousands. Saul was very angry and resentful of the song, for he thought they give David ten thousands, but only thousands to me. All that remains for him is his kinship, is the kinship. And from that day on, Saul was jealous of David. Saul discussed the intention of killing David with his son Jonathan and with all his servants. But Saul's son Jonathan was very fond of David and told him, My father Saul is trying to kill you, therefore please get out of sight and remain in hiding. Jonathan then spoke well of, of David to his father Saul, saying to him, Let not your your majesty's sin against his servant David, for he has committed no offense against you, but has helped you very much by his deeds. When he took his life in his hands and slew the, the Philistine, and the Lord brought about a great victory for all Israel through him, you were glad to see it. So heeded Jonathan's plea, and swore, as the Lord lives, he shall not be killed. In this passage from the first book of Samuel, we can see clearly um, the jealousy of Saul in, um, in regards to David, and uh, instead on the other side we see Jonathan, the son of Saul, uh, and his friendship towards uh, and with David. Saul is taken by envy, is taken by jealousy, is full of anger and, uh, and resentment. And why? Because he is afraid. Afraid of what? Afraid of losing his possession, afraid of losing his kingdom, afraid that his son Jonathan will never be a king. Instead, Jonathan is not taken by that fear. On the contrary, he is very happy for David's success. He has an affection towards him. He is a, he is a true friend of, of David. He admires him. He sees the value of David. He sees that the Lord is with David. And so he is not afraid that maybe David will be the future king. But on the contrary, he really wants the best for David and is happy that the Lord is with David. This is an incredible witness of, for us, the witness of what does it mean to be a good friend. And, um, and I would like to share with you also a passage that always strikes me, and is the passage in which is described the friendship between two bishops around the 360, 370 after Christ, the friendship between Gregory of Nazianzo and his friend Basil. Gregory says, I was not alone at that time in my regard for my friend, the great Basil. 
I knew his irreproachable conduct and the maturity and wisdom of his conversation. I sought to persuade others to whom he was less well known to have the same regard for him. And he continues, the same hope inspired us, the pursuit of learning. This is an ambition especially subject to envy. Yet between us there was no envy. On the contrary, we made capital out of our rivalry. Our rivalry consisted not in seeking the first place for oneself, but in yielding it to the other, for we each looked on the other's success as his own. Our single object and ambition was virtue and a life of hope in the blessings that are to come. We wanted to withdraw from this world before we departed from it. And he continue, continues on. I really like this passage because you can tell that when two friends are really two friends, they are not in competition. And the only competition here that Basil and and Gregory of Nazianzus are, uh, are having between them themselves uh, is the one of uh, promoting the other. And so we want to ask the Lord today the grace of becoming more and more a, a better friend for the people around us, to, uh, to have uh, really in our relationships the desire of uh, um, seeing the success of others as our own. Can you imagine when uh, you see between uh, a husband and a wife or, or between brothers and sisters uh, a love like that in which uh, each one is uh, trying to promote the good of the other person and uh, this is what I desire for uh, myself uh, and in my relationship with my sisters in the community and in, in, with, in, with my blood sisters and this is what I desire for all of you that are listening to this meditation let us ask the Lord to help us to be better friends and always having in mind to promote the good of others and uh, to promote and see the good of others, to be able to admire that and never see that, that as something that may put in danger our own good. And Lord, give me eyes to change my attitude every day, to purify every day my way of looking at others. And I would like to conclude with this uh, aphorism that says jealousy blinds love opens the eyes jealousy blinds love opens the eyes have a great day